0: You know, I find it difficult when I'm shopping for, uh, you know, different baits. All these different options there are nowadays and different brands and all these designs and custom baits and everything else. So with this cold snowy weather we've had the last few days, I just kind of decided to bring in the, some of the fishing gear kind of rearranging it reorganize it clean up some stuff throw away the old and some new stuff that I had sitting around that hadn't been put in the box yet went ahead and threw it in there and every now and then I like to check my hooks on my lures that I use more more often than others and see which ones are you know might need to be changed out occasionally I'll do that it may seem like a waste but you know I can buy a package of hooks for Few bucks that could change out, you know, do several change out, change outs on a couple of different, you know, a couple of different lures. So, I sometimes do that. Sometimes I'm too impatient and just go buy a new one. So that's kind of what, uh, what I'm going to do. A quick little, little thrown together episode of right now is just some stuff that I, that I like to use. Some of my preferences that are what I like to go for whenever I'm at the store and, you know, what I what I prefer to throw you know, some brands and stuff like that. It's not that I'm trying to give a plug or a free advertisement to anybody. I don't get anything out of it. I'm just sharing what I, what I like and kind of take, take what you want from it. So I'm Alan, this is Central Oklahoma Fishing Podcast. Thanks for being here and thanks for checking us out. Uh, if you're a member of the uh, group, thank you for being a part of it. And if you're just here for the podcast, thank you just as much for being a part of it and uh, giving us the chance to to fill in a, a few minutes of your time today, so I hope everybody stayed warm and stayed safe uh, through these last these last few days. It's been kind of crazy. It was cold and snow, and then not so much cold and snow and good old Oklahoma weather, I guess. So I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. Lure wise, I find myself at the store shopping and having all these options. I kind of kind of makes you scratch your head a little bit on what. You know, what would be the best? And honestly, it's like anybody said, I'm no, you know, I'm I'm no professional or anything close to it, but I have my preferences. And, you know, like many people, you know, say that I, you know, what I've heard people say is it just, it doesn't really matter what you're using. If you're catching fish and having fun, and that's probably true, but I have my specifics and that's, like I said, that's what this is going to be a little short episode about. My go-to is almost always uh, Academy, and occasionally Bass Pro, and occasionally Walmart, or online. You know, it just kind of depends on what I'm looking for and how I feel. I've learned of a couple different websites that are really decent for, <coughs> excuse me, you know, really good prices on on uh, equipment, on gear, lures, just any, anything you can think of for your, you know, your fishing and tackle needs, but. You know, it's definitely a a large uh, large number of competitors out there that sell a little bit of everything. You know, whether whether I said like you want to go to to a a physical store to walk around, or if you want to do it online, or you know, whichever whichever you desire. So for me, I, for top waters, I'm a Booya guy. I love Booya. Pretty much everything Booya Bates puts out. I'm I'm interested in. And for top water, I like to use uh, buzz baits. I do have Guggen and Booyah buzz baits. I don't really care about the color on buzz baits. I have a white one and I have a black one, so pretty uh, pretty simple on that. Uh, Booya frogs, the top water hollow body frogs, a P- pad crasher, pad crasher junior, and poppin' pad crasher. Uh, those are my favorites. I'm not really sure on why they just become favorites of mine I, I don't really have a reason for it I, I bought one and tried it out and i loved the uh love the way that it that it worked and you know where i could cast to and not get hung up you know whereas some other lures wouldn't let you know give you that ability So it's kind of got hooked on it so the pad crasher and pad crasher junior obviously the junior is going to be your smaller one they're uh, more of a a pointed nose hollow body frog you know they're good for vegetation getting on top of lily pads just kind of wiggling around twitching your rod getting that frog to do a little bit of dancing out there on the water and get attention or the popping pad crasher is the popper type obviously it's going to move a little bit more water it's going to splash and pop you know and give that real good thud you know that you can hear and i'm sure the fish can hear as well and uh those are my favorites the the popping pad crasher i use it in a little bit more clear water, not clear visibility, but less vegetation and less on the, uh, you know, the lily pads or anything like that. You know, a lot of surface vegetation because it, it tends to hang up a little bit more with that, with that cup on the nose of it. Uh, kind of getting the hang of a couple of other, uh, like the prop torpedo blade lures, I'm still kind of in the works on using those and like jitterbug type type lures. So I don't know a whole lot on those. I've used them. I'm just not very knowledgeable on them. I don't use them often enough to to really dive into those crankbaits. I like to go shallow. Uh, if, you know, if obviously the the time of year and the the body of water allows it, and where I'm fishing at. My go-to for those, for uh, for whatever reasons, H2O Express. Which, if you're not familiar with them, that's the Academy brand. I, I think is the best way to put it. You can find it at Academy. Like I said, it's uh, H2O Express. They make everything: rods, reels, lures. They probably have fishing line. I, I don't. I don't know because I just buy their lures, and I do have one of their or had one of their rods. I, I don't have it anymore, but I plan on buying another one. But I, I love H2O Express lures. Uh, they're shallow crankbaits. I really enjoy using, had a lot of really good luck on those last couple of years, uh, throwing different colors, Tennessee shad, sexy shad, American minnow, I think was what one of them was called, uh, life pumpkin seed was really good, uh, bluegill was really good, you know, I, those all, they play different roles, depending on where you're at, I guess, and the time of, time of day, time of year. But I know I had a lot of really good luck on on those, changing them out, you know, finding which one works best. But like I said, they're shallow. They have two different models that I use. Uh, There's one that's like a one to four foot and then a two to five foot. So I prefer the two to five just because it's a little bit, you know, a little bit less, you know, flat nosed. Whereas the other one is a little bit more flat, you know, because it's not going to go as deep. And it seems to, you know... For whatever the physics are behind it, it tends to scoop up a little bit more. So if you're, if you're around anything, it's almost like every time I've used them, if I'm around any vegetation or, uh, any type of tree limbs or brush underwater, it seems like I'm always going to snag it faster with that one versus the two to five. I I don't know why. It's just how it works. Spinner baits, they're going to use a lot of booyahs, have a little bit different colors of those. You know, it's really, uh. You know, I have some darker colored ones, uh, black with the orange blade and the red eyes, and then I have some that are more of the chartreuse and white. Really, don't have a a specific on those. I've had a little, I've had probably equal luck on all the spinner baits that I've used. Uh, Booya tux and tails is probably one of my favorites, and if I'm gonna, if I'm using smaller, smaller type spinner baits and buzz baits, I still use Booya uh, pond pond magic i think is what they're called or what of them called anyways the booyah the smaller buzz bait i have a couple of those those have worked really well i, I like the one that's got the chartreuse and orange as an orange blade uh and the matching spinnerbait of that booyah then, like i said they're smaller they're called the pond magic ones or the pond series or whatever and i really like those they're good to throw especially a lot of the ponds that i that i fished i like i like throwing those it's just You know, I don't have a reason to support any reason you know, any of my preferences other than it's just personal preference. It's just my opinion. So uh maybe you've had good luck with ones I haven't or better luck with what I have had good luck on or whatnot. It's just each their own and that's just a little bit about what I like, so that's why I'm sharing it. I don't really get into uh excuse me. I don't really get into plastics a whole lot, throwing you know, artificial worms and uh, throwing, you know, craw and stuff like that. I do have a few, but I don't really get all into them. I never have. I, I use them as trailers on buzz baits and spinner baits and even on jigs, but I'm not really uh, there again. I'm just not. There's all kinds of different ways you can, you know, hook a worm up, you know, or craw or, you know, your grubs or any of those on the plastic side, but. I'm not knowledgeable on any of it, so I'm not going to even try to pretend and you know and BS you into thinking that I know what I'm talking about because I'll be the first to tell you I don't because I don't use them. I have some that every now and then I'll get a spur of the moment and throw and occasionally have decent luck. About the only one I've ever had decent luck on is uh, the Berkley Powerbait 7-inch uh, worm. It's the Tequila Sunrise, I think is what it's called. For for several summers, whenever I threw it, I actually had some decent luck. And uh, it wasn't really a fancy rig up or anything like that. It was just bare bones and simple. So if you want to talk a little bit about live bait, man, I go all over the place. Goldfish, uh, shad, minnows, uh, worms, you know, earthworms. I've used millworms a couple of times. I think they're called millworms. They were given to me by a guy at a dock and I used them and he wasn't catching anything on them. I don't know why, but I put them in there and I was catching, you know, panfish left and right. just wearing it out. So I don't know. I don't know what I did differently. I mean, I I put a worm on a hook and drop it in the water. It's pretty well, pretty cookie cutter right there. Pretty straightforward. So I don't, I don't know why he wasn't having any luck. Maybe he just wasn't fishing. In the right area, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't using them for a while and I got there a good time of day. But either way, I had decent luck with them. I, I do use minnows, but not very often. I, I like using cut baits that I catch myself. Uh, shad and, you know, panfish that are legal to use as cut bait for catfish. And occasionally I'll get the wild hair to do dough bait or stink bait, but not really. Uh, not really hardcore on those. I, I will... I will use them. I'm not against it. I'm just more of a, if I'm going to use anything for catfish and stuff like that, I like to use a live life bait or like I said, cut bait. So I'm not going to really go into detail on rods and reels and, you know, lines. Cause ever, I mean, that is a very broad deal. I have a little bit of everything from a dock size pole, you know, little dock demons all the way up to you know, eight foot cat rods. I, it may not be quite eight. It might be a seven and a half. I don't know, but you know, I don't really, uh, I don't pay attention to a lot of the stuff with rods. I just, I find one I like and I use it. I don't care if it's an $8 rod or an $80 rod. If I like it, I'm going to, I'm going to use it till I can't anymore. And that's how I've always been. I don't have a preference on, uh, on rods and reels. I've got Zebco 33s that are on, uh, On a couple of rods, then I've got, you know, some spinning reels. I don't know what to call those. I've heard them everything. Growing up, what I referred to as an open face, everybody tells me I'm wrong, that it's called a spinning reel. But then all the reels that I call a bait cast, everybody's telling me wrong that those are a spinning reel. I mean, an open face or whatever shit. I'm just confusing myself and probably you as well. I don't know what everybody calls them I have my names that I've known them as all my life and that's just kind of what I stuck with and you know maybe I might be wrong or you know I I think there's I think there's a lot of right answers for that so I don't know the rod the reel that hangs underneath the rod and the spool spins you know when you got or the bar spins around the spool uh, that's to me that is an open face I may be wrong I maybe not be I don't know but that's what I call them so yeah we'll save that for another day i guess i think that's one of those never-ending arguments that i I think teach their own as well on that which that's what is cool about fishing is everybody kind of have their their own personality for what they're if that's the right way to put it for what they're doing and what they use and what they want to call things Uh, so i think that's pretty much all the rambling on i want to do right now i may add add some sections to this later on today or maybe tomorrow or it may just be a separate episode altogether but either way if you're out fishing be safe stay warm tight lines keep the rods bending and the hook sharp bring them on in and if you're uh, if you're waiting on it to warm up like I am at least a few degrees uh, you know maybe I'll see you at one of these uh one of these little fishing holes around the around the city maybe bump into each other and Thanks for checking us out, being a part of Central Oklahoma Fishing Facebook group, Central Oklahoma Fishing Podcast. And until next time, take it easy.